Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Monday, July 24th, 2023. This is The Gateway. I'm Jason Rosenbaum in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, transgender people in the St. Louis region are struggling to find emergency shelter. Housing advocates say shelter staff have shut transgender people out of housing because of their gender identities. We're having individuals who are trans men with children being told that most of the shelters that accept parents and children are for women. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson spoke with some transgender people who have faced discrimination while searching for a safe place to stay. First, the news. Most of Missouri and Illinois slipped into drought after this year's dry spring. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports recent rainfall is helpful, but may not be enough to alleviate the dryness. Rain is the ultimate way to get out of drought, but not all rainfalls are the same. Increasingly, these events are more intense, where an area may experience multiple inches of rain in an hour. Trent Ford is the Illinois state climatologist and says the ground doesn't capture a lot of water from these kinds of rains. The majority of it runs off and it's, you know, it's down the Mississippi, down to the Gulf, it's gone. You don't have that water in your soil to deal with. It's not the same as getting nice, gentle rains throughout the summer. Ford says it's important to maximize how much water can get into the soil. He says things like cover crops and perennial plants help retain water in the ground and offer resilience to drought. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. A St. Louis County state senator is running for state treasurer. Senator Andrew Koenig made his bid for the statewide office official on Sunday. The Republican from Manchester has served in the Missouri House and Senate and played a key role in facilitating the passage of education and taxation legislation. Koenig will square off against incumbent Treasurer Vivek Malik and House Budget Committee Chairman Cody Smith. Governor Mike Parson appointed Malik to his post after Scott Fitzpatrick became state auditor. Financial advisor Lucas Johnson filed paperwork to run for treasurer as a Democrat. Two corpse flowers are set to bloom at the Missouri Botanical Garden this week. The Amorphophallus titanium is known for its bloom that only comes once every few years and its putrid odor that lasts for 24 hours to attract pollinators. Emily Coletti is a horticulturist at the garden. She says surprisingly, not all corpse flowers stink, but when they do, they smell like... Cooking broccoli in combination with dirty socks, in combination with, oh, dirty diapers, opening up a trash can that has had rotting whatever inside. Octavia the plant and her clone will reach peak bloom after dark. The garden will be open late that night for visitors to catch a glimpse and a whiff of the corpse flowers. You can hear more about the corpse flower on St. Louis on the Air today at noon on St. Louis Public Radio. Former St. Louis Cardinal third baseman Scott Rowland was inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame over the weekend. The Evansville, Indiana native played 17 seasons for several different teams, 
winning eight gold gloves and making seven all-star appearances. He was part of the Cardinals' 2006 World Series championship team. During his speech, Roland spoke about his fond memories of each city he played in, including St. Louis. Family is the operative word in this organization. They're first class everything with unconditionally loyal fans. Thank you, St. Louis. Roland is also a member of the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. Transgender people are complaining about gender discrimination within some housing shelters in St. Louis and St. Louis County. As St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports, transgender people and housing advocates say shelter staff aren't complying with updated federal housing policies and are denying people shelter because of their gender identity. Beatrice Gonzalez and his three children abruptly left his home in St. Louis County in 2021 to flee from a domestic violence situation. While in a motel, he called dozens of housing hotlines to find emergency shelter. I ended up realizing that only a handful of all the resources that I was gathering was actually useful and able to help me. And out of that handful, none of them would take a trans men with children. A few days later, he and his children moved into Bridgeway Behavioral Health Women's Center, a domestic violence shelter in the St. Louis region. Upon entering, he completed intake forms and disclosed that he identified as a non-binary transgender man. Gonzalez says he was relieved to be out of the motel and into a shelter, but that feeling didn't last long. We were led up to our room, which we started to unpack and get comfortable. We were only there like an hour or two before we were called back down. And he immediately began to panic. We got down there and we were told that we needed to leave because of the internal policies of the shelter would not allow someone who is not women-aligned to stay there. Gonzalez and other transgender people in the region are complaining that shelter operators are denying them housing because of their gender identities. Housing advocates at the Metropolitan St. Louis Equal Housing and Opportunity Council say in recent years, there has been an increase in calls for assistance from transgender people reporting housing discrimination. They say transgender people fear making formal complaints about shelters because they believe it will stop them from getting future housing. A June housing report from the agency found that out of 93 transgender people in St. Louis, a third of them couldn't find emergency shelter for the night because of their gender identity. Keith Rose is EHOC's director of LGBTQ initiatives. We're having individuals who um, are trans men with children being told that most of the, the shelters that accept parents and children are for women. And so they're being told that they don't have places there. Gonzalez filed a federal housing discrimination complaint against Bridgeway Behavioral Health in October. He claims the center denied him shelter because he is a transgender man. The shelter spokesperson won't comment on pending investigations, but stated the shelter enforces a non-discrimination policy against gender identities or sexual orientation. The Biden administration updated federal fair housing laws in 2021, prohibiting housing discrimination against someone because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. Rose says shelter operators are trying to adapt their policies to the law, but some employees may not be aware of the new changes. 
Cara Fitzgerald says at first, staff at Women's Safe House told her last year that she couldn't stay at the shelter. They told me that I had to have bottom surgery in order to have access to their facility. And I told them that was illegal, and they responded with, well, we don't take men. Then, after speaking to management, they said she could. She finally received a room where she stayed for about six months. However, Fitzgerald says she felt uncomfortable living there. Pronouns were a real issue. It was an issue with um, terminology. Transsexual was used constantly. There was a person that had called me sir really sternly when I went to go get a glass of water in the middle of the night. The Women's Safe House executive director won't comment on residential matters and policies. Transgender people in the area hope their complaints push officials to hold regional institutions accountable for restricting housing opportunities and force shelter operators to comply with the new housing law. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Ashley Lisenby was the editor for that story, and she's also the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, and this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.